You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hey, hey, we're Monkeying Around, a podcast about the monkeys. I'm Veronica Daschle. I'm Elaine Swetman. And I'm Charles Kelso. And we're too busy monkeying around to put anybody down. Welcome back to Monkeying Around. This week we are talking about the, the Monkeys Christmas EP, Christmas Party. Mm-hmm. Is it an EP or LP? More woo. <laughs> I get those confused. It's an LP. An LP is EPs a, are shorter. E- EPs are shorter. Okay. Yeah. LP is for us uh, a long player, and an EP is an extended play, which means it's longer uh-huh. than a single. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Someone worked that out long before we came around. Hey, look! <laughs> now I have a way to know what the difference is. And if you can't tell, folks, this is our Christmas party episode, <laughs> so we're all imbibing just a little bit. So yeah. feel free to join in, unless you're driving, in which case, don't you do know, that. Ten and two. Yep. Keep your eyes on the road. Yep. Uh, but if you're home, uh, grab a drink, and this is going to be our little our little end of the year Christmas party. Yeah. Chuck and I have uh, Tom and Jerry's, mm-hmm. which if you don't know what that is, look it up. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. So good. What are you drinking, Elaine? I'm just a plain, boring, very Coke Zero with vodka. Okay. Hey. Nothing special. It's Whatever plain boring until you add that vodka. You put in a vodka. It's well, not boring true. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tonight we're talking about Christmas Party. It was such a fun album. Yeah. Yeah. We've been going along in order of the albums, but yeah. uh, we decided to, to skip a groove. Yeah. <laughs> to jump bit. ahead to the Christmas Party. A little bit. Yeah. Elaine, what did you think of Christmas Party when it came out? I loved it, but it was also because it came out two years after Good Times, and so right. we were still kind of really enthralled by Good Times, and this just sort of seemed a little bit of a continuation, like more, mm-hmm. and I could see Christmas that. seemed more, yeah. you know. So it was, it was fun. And, and I have two copies of it because I ordered one and then found out Target had the special edition yep. that had Ryu Chiyu on it. And so I had mm-hmm. to go to Target and get a second copy because Ryu Chiyu is ultimate monkey's Christmas song mm-hmm. to me. Spoilers. We'll probably talk about that later. But anyway. <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah. I remember when this came out, we were, for some reason, driving to Florida. Do you remember that, Veronica? We were driving to Florida. And so we stopped by a Target to get Christmas Party because it yep. came out. It's one of those Christmas albums that comes out in October. Yep. I guess they're just, you know, getting it on the shelves before Christmas, but we didn't wait. We cracked yep. it open in October. We were listening to Christmas <laughs> yep. Party on the way to Florida. <laughs> yep. Yep. I have no memory of that. I remember stopping, uh, going to a Target, but I didn't remember that it was a little trip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were in the, in, the, in the festive spirit. Yeah. Not surprising. Well, do you have a favorite off of the album? Um. So for me, I really love House of Broken Gingerbread. Mm-hmm. But I think that's because of the story behind it. I'm not sure if I, it's my favorite song, but it, I, 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 yeah. Well, it, it's a it's a good one, and it's very like this. That's a song that I mean, it's just a good addition to the Monkees catalog. Yeah, you know, I mean, Christmas yeah. albums, and this one's a good example of it. You've got some originals, and mm-hmm. they're very good originals. You've got mm-hmm. some the old standards. And then you've got some covers of more recent Christmas songs. Um, and the way this this album's broken down, it's really the side one is where the originals are. Mm-hmm. And then you've got mm-hmm. a couple of old standards on there as well. Yeah. But I think yeah. it it's sequenced very well, I think. Mm-hmm. It's, um, 
you know, I I really like um, House of Pork and Gingerbread, like you're like you're saying. That's that uh, Michael Shabon wrote that, and then Adam Schlesinger wrote the music for it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just it's one of those Christmas songs that's better than it ought to be, <laughs> you know, for a Christmas <laughs> song. It's very very sixties, very um, sort of it would fit in well in the psychedelic era, but mm-hmm. um, but it's telling a little bit more of a of a serious like mature subject matter than you get in a lot of Christmas songs. Yeah. Yeah, because um, I I want to say in the past, I've just had it on, like, in the car. And as I've discussed before, part of hearing, so I don't always pick up lyrics. But because we were going to be talking about it, I was trying to pay more attention to lyrics. And also the CD booklet has the lyrics. Hmm. And so I actually was looking, and I was kind of like, that's sort of necessarily depressing song, but, yeah. yeah okay. Well, it's a, it's a reality. It more, you know, yeah. As I say, it's a reality that a lot of folks deal with. A lot of young mm-hmm. people deal with. There's right. a lot of people who grow up in divorced homes or mm-hmm. with divorced parents. They have, you know, the, the dual Christmas situation. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we we deal with that in I, our I household as well. <laughs> but you, you don't hear a lot of Christmas songs that are about that. Yeah. About, no. And, and this one is really interesting because the kid in the in this the protagonist, I guess, of this of the song feels like I sort of like on both sides, it just feels artificial. Mm-hmm. Like they're both right. putting up that front of, yay, it's happy, it's Christmas. And he doesn't feel yeah. that way, or he she, or she doesn't feel that way. Yeah. 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 Well, because there was one line in there that, um, what was it, that his, his dad promised him a dog and his mom gave him a baby or something. Like he got a sibling out of the deal. It's like, right. He didn't ask for that for Christmas. But, like, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Looking. Yeah. No, mom promised a, a dog and dad gave him a brother. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. Got Merry Christmas. Two Merry lives Christmas. going on there. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's something for it to process. It's something a lot of people have to get accustomed yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I think it's cool. I think it's a cool idea for a song. And I think it's executed very well. I think musically, yeah. it's, it's one yeah. of the best songs on the album. Yeah. And Adam yeah. Slushinger is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. So speaking of Adam Schlesinger, he uh, unfortunately passed away from COVID not mm-hmm. long after this. And then um, the one song Peter Tork got on here, I remember complaining about it. I was, I was like, oh, man, they auto-tuned this so bad. <laughs> they should have done better by Peter. But then I found out he was like super sick. So mm-hmm. um, the fact that yeah. they were able to get anything out of him and just get him on it at all was mm-hmm. fantastic. So that made me feel better about what was on there for for Peter um, and the fact that he actually had a song on yep. it because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was rare in the classic days. It was his last recording mm-hmm. was for yeah. this album. Yeah. And I mean, the the instrumental section of Angels We've Heard on High, he had done previously. That was from a She Suede Blues album. Mm-hmm. But um, okay, okay. he went back and added the vocal to it. And that's all him doing all the vocal parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, musically, I, I love it. I mean, I love the the banjo. Just yeah, yeah. No, just banjos always work. Seems like you <laughs> add a banjo to these kind of songs, and they just always work. Yeah. But uh, it's I mean, it's a beautiful song. Yeah, it's one of yeah. my favorite Christmas songs. Yeah, and it's really sweet. I mean, especially given that we lost Peter not too long after this. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, it, it, I'm I'm thrilled that he was able and wanted to contribute to, yeah. to the album mm-hmm. because you know it's the monkeys. You want to have all four of them on there. Mm-hmm. It's right. Yeah. And I like the ones that they picked for Davy mm-hmm. put on here because right. they're very Davy songs, but they're good Davy songs. Like yeah. it, they they fit with 
fit with the rest of, of the songs. Him. Yes. Yeah. 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 They fit with his monkey's image. Fit, yeah, and they fit with the rest of the song too. But um I also really like um the Christmas song, the one that Mike Nesmith mm-hmm. does, yeah. because that is just and, and we were listening to it on Saturday in the car and Matt and I were talking and he's like, shh, and turned it up. He's like, Oh, stop for this song. I was like, Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll be quiet because that is that's like one of his favorite Christmas songs, period. Oh, but yeah. he really loves Nez's version of it. So mm-hmm. I, I remember that, like, Nez, like, to get him to do the album, he was like, I want to do these two songs. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do anything else. I'm not going to yeah. do a new song. I want to do a classic song. <laughs> and everyone was, sh- I remember them saying that they were shocked, um, or I read somewhere they were shocked that he didn't want to do something new or something of his. want to do yeah. classic Christmas songs. Yeah. And, yeah, he, they, they anticipate him being a hard sell for this, because he had said before, like, you don't want the monkey singing Christmas songs like that, you know, like, <laughs> but so they had this whole plan. I remember um, I should have looked it back up, but there was an interview some years back where I can't remember if it was Andrew Sandoval or if it was Adam Schlesinger who was talking, but they had this whole plan where they were going to pitch it as this like winter themed concept album. So it's not a Christmas <laughs> album. It's this winter themed concept album. And yeah, Nez was the one who was like, no. <laughs> I'm not yeah. doing that. I'm going to do uh, these two specific songs. Um, you can do whatever you want to, but this is what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're going to get Michael Nesmith on board for the Monkey's Christmas album, you're going to do what he says. Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, and then he had um, Christian working with him on the, Christ- on the Christmas song, and then he had Jonathan working on Snowfall with him, mm-hmm. so he got his son re- involved in those two. Yeah. So yeah. it was a, a family affair for his yeah. son. Yeah. Yeah. So, Were you familiar with Snowfall before this album? No, I was not. No. Me neither. Um, it makes me think of like um like old cowboy movie type thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like there should be like this lonesome cowboy like out in the snow. It makes me think of cowboy Yeah. I if I'm remembering correctly, I think this song was originally an instrumental piece and then later on lyrics were added to it. Um Okay. Not by Nez. This is previously, but I love <laughs> this version of that song. I think Snowfall and um, House of Broken Gingerbread are my, probably my two favorites off this album, and I think they're the like two re- just really strong songs and good additions to, like I said, to the Monkees catalog. Yeah. So another one that I um, really enjoy is "What Would Santa Do." Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's and it's really hilarious if you listen to it. You're like. Uh, I don't really understand the lyrics, um, but knowing that it was originally written as uh, what would Jesus do? No, it was what would Buddha do? Oh, it was what was Buddha do? Yeah. What would Buddha well, do? Well, that's even more. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that was one of the demos that Rivers Cuomo had submitted for Good Times. You know, they submit several demos and they thought back to that song and they asked him if it could be rewritten as a Christmas song. And he really, it's really catchy. It's yeah. a good like yeah. poppy earwormy song. Yeah, that you want to dance yeah. along to. Yeah, the I like the chorus. I think better than the verses. And the verses, it sounds like his old lady is in bed with Santa Claus. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. That's exactly yes. what it sounds like. Yeah. And oh. then and, and then that's at the end of the song. At the beginning of the song, it's like people are grumpy. Can I punch him in the mouth? It's like right. wait. And that was another song. Really trying to listen to the lyrics and pay attention. I was like, wait, did he just say he was going to punch somebody in the? He wouldn't do that. Come on now. Right. And so I'm kind of like, but yeah, the the chorus is easy to sing along with and yeah, very like that. Yeah. Are you singing in your head right now, Bronca? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> My head's bobbing along. Yeah. Yep. Right. <laughs> I get really quiet. I'm not going to sing it out loud. I won't punish you that way. <laughs> no, but Ryu Chiu is mm-hmm. my favorite of all time and will probably be my favorite, probably because I'm it, from the episode, the Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, my first experience of them singing Christmas music. And so I've known that song since 1987, you know, and so yeah. that was always a song we ran around singing and playing. Just So that's always, it's a nostalgic favorite too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, and that's a song that you always was like. That's a song that blows people's minds when you when they hear it. Like, oh, like people who yeah. don't think the monkeys are talented. Like, no, they, that's mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I was glad that it was on um, one of the Missing Links albums. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The only one I had for a long time was, and it, and I think that's why I got it because I'm like that has my song on it because <laughs> you couldn't hear it otherwise, <laughs> so. Right. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know what any of the song means because I don't speak Spanish. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it has something to do though. with the wolf. That's about okay. it. No, it doesn't. No. Right. No. It's it's good though. Yeah. 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 When you'd mentioned Davies' contributions, now these are songs that he had previously, you know, mm-hmm. that Christmas album that Chip Douglas produced. Um, that's where these right. songs come from. Um, there are you know, Adam Schlesinger remixed them and did his thing to them. But I mean, Melikli Kimaki is that's just a great song yes. for Davy to sing. That yes. suits him yeah. to a T. Yep. Yeah. Like I can picture him like out on a beach with like the palm trees and sort of like a beach blanket bingo kind of situation, mm-hmm. but out there singing, you know, yeah. it's got a different it's gonna sound weird saying it's got a retro feel, considering it's an older song, but it's a different sort of retro, retro tiki kind of feel that <laughs> retro tiki. <Right. laughs> That's I, that. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> I was surprised listening to it. I, I kind of I, like we knew what songs I think were going to be on the album before it came out. But I was surprised that you know they left the lady background singers in there. They didn't try to add Mickey Dolan singing background to him or anything like that. Yeah. But I mean, as it is, the, every every track on this album is one monkey per track. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no collaboration between them on it. I mean, what do we think about that? I don't know that I really paid attention. I mean, that's not terribly surprising. Yeah. Um, if if none nothing more than a lot of the times that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, especially later on, it was a monkey doing their thing and they didn't even have background vocals from another monkey. Right. Yeah, they yeah. had they did a lot of that in the in the later albums where mm-hmm. they would go off with their own guys and produce their songs and basically like Lester Sill would assemble them into an album. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. And this is more in that vein, which I mean it's is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I would love to yeah. have heard at least a duet between Nez and Mickey, but yeah. right. I mean, given what was going on at the time, I mean, you, you know, obviously Davey had passed, Peter was mm-hmm. very ill. Um Mike had had his heart problems going mm-hmm. on i think at the, by this time oh yeah um right you know the it's amazing that they got this album made at all yeah with four monkeys on it and that it's as good as yes yeah you know, i think that's yeah. a, a testament to yeah. them and to the producers and the the guys at rhino yeah absolutely mm-hmm. i did read one criticism well a couple places kind of the same thing that some people felt it was sort of a mickey solo album <laughs> with some contribution from the other monkey because a lot of the songs are Mickey songs. And yeah. if he didn't have the other guys 
doing background vocals, it is a very Mickey heavy album. But yeah. yeah. Well, out of 13 tracks, Mickey seems seems to lead on eight of them. Yeah. And he's doing the heavy lifting here. Right. But yeah. I don't see that as a criticism because we would have an EP if that wasn't right. the case. That's you true. Know? Which Veronica yeah. that means it's a short. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I mean Luckily, Mickey is in great voice and yeah. loves to sing, and he's happy to go in there and and do it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's one of those singers that's like, all right, you got something to me sing. I like this. All right, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's why this thing got made because mm-hmm. Mickey was willing mm-hmm. to do the heavy lifting on it. He's happy mm-hmm. to be on all these tracks, um, and he does a great job. He did, he puts in some great performances on this thing. Like you know, his performance on "What Would Santa Do" is mm-hmm. different from his performance mm-hmm. of, of House on House of Broken Gingerbread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Like he, yeah. Mickey's like he always. We talked about this before, but he always performs the songs. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. he he's an actor through and through, <laughs> and an entertainer. And like yeah. he doesn't just come in there. And, he's not just sitting there and, just, and phoning it in. Like he's, he's right. giving it all his all in every one of these performances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, otherwise, unwrap you at Christmas might sound really weird if he was not really <laughs> singing it <laughs> with with any kind of feeling. That would yeah. just be a weird song. Well, what is your take on unwrap you at Christmas? Do you see it as being dirty? Um. Sort of, because um, I don't. I mean, I don't know what other connotation. <laughs> I know. Well, I, th- I think the intent. I mean, <laughs> is that like it could be interpreted two ways. It could be that I want to strip you down under the Christmas tree this year, you know, <laughs> or it could be that you know I miss you and I want you to be the present I received this year, and I want to unwrap my present and you're inside. You know, I want to unwrap True. you at Christmas. You're the gift for me. But I don't think anyone has ever taken it that way. I think everyone, <laughs> no, every no. single person has taken it as I want to rip your clothes off at Christmas time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because yep. I think that was when I first heard it. I was like, going, oh, what does he want to do at Christmas? Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm going to turn yeah. this down a little bit. I'm going to cars pull next to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, I mean, Unwrap You at Christmas is a good lead. It, it has that sort of feel. It's kind of like the old Phil Spector Christmas album or, um, even the Mariah Carey, when they have that cor- that sort of chord progression mm-hmm. that just works mm-hmm. really well for Christmas songs. And mm-hmm. this one is yeah. very much in that vein. It very much could have been, you know, Phil Spector could have produced this thing. Yeah. Uh, and it was yeah. written by Andy Partridge. And apparently he wrote like seven songs and submitted them because he's Andy Partridge. <laughs> but th- this is the one they picked. And the um, they've since released his demo for it with his wife singing it. I think that was on the... Um, you know, Christmas party plus. I think it's a, okay. I think it's a great lead and it's um that's catchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and then after you unwrap somebody at Christmas, you have to ask what Santa would do. So something's going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Hey, you know what? I mean, if Santa wrapped wrap, wrapped her, your partner up to put him under the tree, you know, <laughs> so they're unwrapped at some point. Maybe maybe that's what was really going on upstairs in the bedroom. What would oh, Santa do? Yeah. He was, Santa was wrapping. Was wrapping the, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was wrapping the gift. <laughs> there we go. Euphemism I've not heard before, but I'll roll with it. <laughs> Let's talk about Christmas Party. Like the album one. title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really yeah. love how they did the opening mm-hmm. with that scene uh, from... From the Christmas episode, get mm-hmm. Davy in there yeah, just one more I, time. Yeah, because I don't think when I'm listening to the CD like in my car, I don't necessarily catch that. But I had my headphones on, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Going, wait a minute, yeah, Davy, why?" You know, it's like <laughs> like kind of like party chatter, and if you're not really right. paying attention, you're not. It's sort of you, you might 
not really catch who was saying what. I, right. I don't always pay attention to that. I mean, that, that's a point, fun. though, because considering that Davy had passed away um, some years before this came out, mm-hmm. uh, he appears, like his voice appears on like five tracks, if you're counting the bonus tracks. Mm-hmm. You know, right. the, if you count the bonus tracks, he's on Ryuchiu, he's on Christmas mm-hmm. is My Time of Year. He mm-hmm. obviously he's got two leads uh, in Silver Bells and um, Malik Linkimaka, and his voice is on Christmas Party. So I think that's a great yeah. way to. I mean, he's well represented considering mm-hmm. you know considering yeah. the the situation. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, but that that song Christmas Party was uh, written by Peter Buck and Scott McKay, and Peter Buck obviously from REM, who mm-hmm. we just saw jamming out with yes. the Funkies. Uh, yeah, when we were yep. when we were in Athens. Yep, I love that he was involved in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, I, I I'm just really love that the... song. Mm-hmm. It's just a, a fun song. I love it's got some backwards guitar in it, and <laughs> you know it, it feels very much of that era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they mention Auntie Griselda in it, too, yeah, I know. So. Yeah, Auntie Griselda. Oh, are you gonna sing? Just with the fun. We're not gonna make it through this uh, this discussion without Veronica singing the song. <laughs> <laughs> She's been holding it back, folks, but it's escaping. I, I held it back. <laughs> I couldn't anymore. I was done. <laughs> I think we've pretty well covered side one. Yeah. Yeah. Like you flip it over, and uh, it's a little different. Yeah. I think actually Jesus Christ, I think, is on side one on the record, but um, yeah, like we we get some. We get some covers mm-hmm. of more recent Christmas songs. What did you think about Jesus Christ being on there? I've seen differing opinions on that. Not my favorite song. No? On there. No. It's pretty, but meh. Yeah. Like, my it's understanding is, like, well, Alex Chilton wrote it for Big Star back in the day. Mm. And it wasn't even Christmas time. They're just on one of their albums. But I think Alex Chilton was, like, a big atheist. Oh, <laughs> so I think that's this, that song. I I mean, I don't know this for sure, but I think that that song is like sarcastic. Like it's <laughs> it's comprised entirely of like cliches, where it's like you know, okay. um, I don't. You have the lyrics in front of you. I do. Yeah. Um, angels from the realms of glory, stars shone bright above. Royal David's city was bathed in the light of love, mm-hmm. and then. Jesus Christ was born today. Jesus Christ was born. Right. Lo, did they rejoice, fine and pure voice, when the wrong shall fail and the right prevail. Right. The Jesus wrong Christ shall fail and the right today. prevail. That's the part I was thinking yeah. of, where it's like, yeah. Um, it's just like a song assembled out of cliches, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, in reading it out loud, I feel like I'm doing the speech Linus gives in a Charlie Brown Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> And low. <laughs> wow. So, uh, let me have to listen to it a little. But it's 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 sort of a basic kind of song. It's sort of plain-ish. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not my favorite. Yeah. I sing along with it because it's easy to sing along with. But that doesn't necessarily right. Yeah. mean I like it. <laughs> yeah. But, well, what about I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day? That's fun. I don't want it to be Christmas Every Day, but. It's a fun song. No, but it's kind of a counterpoint to Christmas Party. Yeah. It's like the opposite yeah. sentiment from Christmas Party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The song. But yeah. that's a song that I was very familiar with because I watch a lot of British shows and movies and things like that. It's a, a song that was a hit in England, but it wasn't huge okay. in the States. I think so. I've seen some people comment they didn't even know that, that was a cover because they weren't familiar with the song. 
I, I didn't know it was a cover. That I don't think I've heard the original. One. Yeah, it's so, it's good. As much British stuff as I watch, I, I missed that completely. Yeah. Well, what about the song that Sir Paul McCartney wrote for the Monkees and sent in for this album? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wrote that for the Monkees. <laughs> His demo has been out there for a while. But... Yeah. Yeah, the Monkees Monkeys got the real thing. <laughs> right. So what, what do we think about Wonderful Christmas Time? I mean, that's like a classic Christmas song at this yeah. point. I, I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also like the Paul McCartney version. Yeah. Um, where in, in this house, Matt can't stand the Paul McCartney version and would n- rather never ever hear it again, but he will listen to the Monkey's version. I don't know. I may need to listen to him back to back to like figure out yeah. what the difference, why. I mean, I actually like the Monkey's version better than Sir Paul's version. Um, I, I, I think. I've never been a huge fan of the Paul McCartney version of the song. I think it sounds like a demo. I said that jokingly a minute ago, but I think it really does has that like he's just sat there on his, at his synth and just yeah. did a Christmas song and sent it in and then made more off it than I'll make in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I, the the arrangement on Christmas Party I, I like a lot. It has a little plunky guitar to it, and I think it works really well. I'm gonna have to listen to Paul's version because I'm not remembering. A okay. difference at all whatsoever, but that could there. be because I, yeah. I'd only remember the Mickey version. So there's a difference. <laughs> um, so then have we talked about Silver Bells? No, we That's haven't. The second Davy Jones track. Yeah. The lead vocal. It's pretty. Yeah, and both this one and Melakini Kimaki both appear on his I mean, Christmas album and the reissued mm-hmm. version that they they've just reissued on final this year. The execution is a little bit different. They mm-hmm. they did some different things with yeah the mix and with the instrumentation, but um, I like it. I think it's good. I think it's solid. You know, I, I don't think it's a standout, but it's right. perfectly fine. Yeah. I I like it. And I was telling Matt and I were talking about it when we were listening to it. Right. I have a soft spot for Silver Bells a little bit because growing up in Florida, we didn't have, you know, like the city sidewalks in the snow and like the, I mean, we had yeah, Christmas yeah. lights and stuff, but so this always, made me think of like new england or new york like christmas time snow yeah christmas movies and so i yeah. always give kind of a romanticized version mm-hmm. of everything for me so i'm yeah i like most versions of it that i hear so. yeah it yeah. is like christmas in a christmas movie mm-hmm. you know? yeah which yeah. i mean i'm i didn't grow up in florida I did grow up in georgia and we do yeah. get <laughs> snow sometimes technically or occasionally ice. usually yeah. ice <laughs> but i don't know that i've ever had a snowy christmas I remember one year it snowed on like the 23rd. This is when I was really little. Okay. And the snow did not stick. So it was not even like it was gone by the evening of the 24th. Yeah. And it snows less in Georgia now, I think, than it did when I was a kid. Yes. I think it's significantly less during my daughter's lifetime, like three times. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And she's 17. So that's (laughs) a good period of time, you know? Yeah. Uh, And that brings us to Merry Christmas, baby. That's such a fun mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Mickey has some really great, like, kicking the pants songs. <laughs> it's a kick you in the pants song? Yes. Okay. <laughs> what about it kicks you in the pants? Uh, kicks you in the pants to get up and dance. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't sure where that was going. I was just curious. <laughs> it kind of it kind of reminds me of um, I Was There and I'm Told I Had a Good Time, which closes out <laughs> good times. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a similar sort of feeling. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say, that's the one I'm least familiar with because it always seems like I listened to the first 
like nine or ten tracks on a CD, and then something happens, and I start over again, and I never get all the way to, <laughs> to the, the end. end. And so, right. yeah, okay, so I don't know that one as well as mm. yeah, okay. Well, we've already talked about Ryuchiu a little bit. Do we have anything else to say about Ryuchiu? It's just so pretty. Bonus track number one, and then Christmas is my time of year, which was recorded. I think it was like a fan club single for Christmas in the seventies. Right. You know, so it's got yeah. Davey and Mickey on it, but it's not like all of the monkeys, but it's, it was, I mean, there was a long time where like the pickings were slim for monkeys Christmas tracks. Mm-hmm. And so right. I know there was a famous bootleg out that was out at one point that, you know, it has this and it has Rio Chu and it has basically Davey's Christmas, you know, album as a monkey's Christmas album, and it had like the monkeys in a snow globe on the cover. Do you remember that? Yeah. Um, I know Peter was on this song, but he played the organ. Mm, okay. I don't know that he did any singing, but he put yeah. the organ on the song. And if, if you look online, you can find a picture of the like fan album cover, bootleg cover, and right. it's those three on, right. the, on the cover. Yeah. So, well, I'm glad that they got it in there. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, what do we think about? You know, I I had kind of envisioned when they were doing a Monkey's Christmas album. I mean, obviously this that song came to mind. Reissue came to mind, and then I had yeah. the thought too that they should include kind of a little like head, but include audio snippets from the Christmas episode throughout, and then you have been. a little more interaction with the monkeys. That would have been cool going through it. Yeah, you know? yeah, that would have like been really that. cool. I actually did a um like my own fan mashup. I not for release, just for myself, where I put some of these songs into Christmas part uh, to do um, the monkey's Christmas episode. You've been lying to yourself. Wait a minute. What do you mean he's lying to himself? Well, everyone talks about the Christmas spirit, but I've never seen it. Well, of course you have. You see it all year long. I mean, people walking around smiling. That, that's a Christmas spirit. A smile? Yeah, sorry. It's not quite that simple, but that's basically it. Well, look, you try it. Smile. You'll see. Bah! Humbug! What did you say? I said, bah! Humbug! I think you need some lessons on Christmas. Boy, this kid needs some lessons on Christmas. You're telling me. Yeah, I, I wish that Rhino would do something like that. I, mean, I don't know if they can legally, but probably not. Like the Monkey's Christmas episode doesn't have uh, songs. Not the monkeys sing. There's like a you know the musical montage, but it's orchestral. Yeah. But it, they, they mm-hmm. didn't do Christmas songs for that episode. Yeah, you know you could edit yeah. romps together and and do a a Monkey's Christmas special that way. Yeah. Put it out on DVD. I would buy it. Yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah. We I think we anyone who's listening to this podcast would probably buy it. <laughs> yes. Come on, Rhino. <laughs> yeah, that, that would what would be on the TV instead of the fake fireplace thing, you know. Yeah, <laughs> right. during the holidays, just have that playing. Yeah, yeah. Well, were you guys happy with this album? Yeah, I I really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, I still really enjoy it. Were you happy with this as the follow up to Good Times? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it doesn't I, measure I, up to I, Good Times, but yeah. Veronica and I said before that we became big Monkeys fans 
with good times mm-hmm. that sort of brought us mm-hmm. in like we were familiar with a lot of the monkeys hits and things like that but that was really sparked our big monkeys fandom and so during our our you know fan career with the monkeys we had good times christmas party mm-hmm. and then the mike and mickey show live album was the only three monkeys albums that came out during that period but they're all good mm-hmm. and i think it's great that i mean at that stage of their career they're putting out such good material mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and it feels like something that was that was not necessarily missing, but fits in with the Monkees catalog. Like, I'm surprised there was never a Monkees Christmas album in the 60s. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems like that's the sort of thing they could market. Yeah, because everybody did Christmas yeah. albums. I mean, well, I bet so if I Don Kirshner hadn't got the heave ho, there would have been a Christmas album. <laughs> well, probably. Sure. Yeah. You could, you could, you could much, have sold so. that to 1967, 12 year olds. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would have been like, yeah. Mommy, Maybe I want in this for little Christmas. And a hat and. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there's that famous photo of them <laughs> where they're all dressed up in like Victorian or Edwardian clothes, whatever they are, with the lantern and the snow and yeah. all that. That would be a natural cover. Yeah. Yep. yep. Get on it, Rhino. <laughs> I think it's I think it's too late now. <laughs> all right. So we're going to take a quick break to promote our fellow ESO Network podcast show. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about some of our favorite monkeys memories from the year. So stay right there. Hi, this is Siri. I would never, never, ever listen to the Earth Station One podcast. Who the heck says howdy anyway? Why don't you listen to Chris Hardwick instead? I can get you his information. The Nerdist is everywhere anyway, haha. That was a joke. The Earth Station One podcast. It's time to let your inner geek out to play. You can find them at www.earthstationone.com or up on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Peace, and we're done. Welcome back to Monkeying Around. Uh, so now we are going to be talking about our favorite monkeys memories of 2023. Yeah, 2023 was a big year. Yeah, it was. There were some things that I forgot were in 2023 because it was back in <laughs> March. I had a great time this year. Yeah. 2020, like if you'd have told me that in 2023, I'll be at the release party for the Zombies new album <laughs> and the release party for my Mickey Dolan's new album, I, I would have thought you were insane. Yeah. Like that's not going to happen to me in 2023, but guess what? Yep. I was at both of those things. Yep. And they're both good albums. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. There was, we had a lot of amazing guests on our show too. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think my favorite was uh, Marty Ross. Okay. um, Which turned into a two parter (laughs) episode because he just had so much to say and had such amazing stories and was so much fun. Fun. I yeah. think that was one of my favorite episodes that we recorded. This I year. think we all probably all spoke the least in that episode. <laughs> <laughs> that two two episodes, and the rest, of, like, uh, like, there's no other episode. Like, you can't get a word in edgewise when you're interviewing Marty Ross. Mm-hmm. He just takes it and no. runs with it. At one point, he and got he, his guitar he, out and he's playing guitar. And <laughs> I know, and he probably could have gone on for another hour or two. I mean, because he yeah. easily story. But I do remember he's like, "Hold on one minute, hold on one minute," and he goes and gets his guitar, and I was like. <laughs> he's gonna sing oh my gosh because right. you know my little 13 year old self was like coming out going buddy Ross is singing to me <laughs> so yeah that, I mean, was, yeah 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 that yeah that was a big highlight yeah so. it was and we've had we've had some cool fans yeah. on this year we have annie maynard mm-hmm. who you met via yes. twitter um she has yes. a great monkeys what is her what is her twitter account called uh, magnolia sims yeah we had yeah. nora olsen on 
Yeah. And Nora was a cool guest. She's she's been sort of an online monkeys fandom from like message board days into yeah. social media. Um, I think she had a lot of good yeah. insights about just finding your monkeys fan community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not always easy. It's not like in these days, you know, you may not have five people you know who are monkeys fans. Yeah. You know, some people don't know right. anyone who's a monkeys fan. So yeah. it's a, you turn online to find those fans to interact with. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. Cause, yeah. Cause up until, you know, a year or two, ago i didn't know any monkey fans in real life <laughs> now they're all over the place you <laughs> no, can't get no, rid no, of us <laughs> we talked to melanie mitchell who yes. wrote monkey magic she was a great guest i'd like to get her on at some point for one of our episode discussions yeah, yeah that'd be fun she's done some deep thinking about these episodes mm-hmm. she has yeah super deep thinking we sort of get on and wing it yeah but like we'll have to like <laughs> step it up if we get melanie mitchell on one of these things yeah yeah, yeah. I, I look, I look at what she's written in her yeah. book when we're talking about an episode, so I can be like, "Oh, you know what she found out? Look what she said." So, yeah. Well, if we're able to get her on an episode discussion, you got to be careful about quoting her. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I know. Well, it says here, like I know I wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when we talked to John Billings? That was yes. that was the first Mickey Band uh, person that we talked to. Yeah, mm-hmm. we were we were pretty excited for that one. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and uh, it means Zarukian. Yeah. Yes. We haven't completed the set yet. No. That's our, our no. resolution for 2024. Yeah, complete the set. Complete the set. We got to get Alex yeah. Jules mm-hmm. and the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get Rich Wayne Dart. Avers. Yep. Rich Dart. Yes. We got to get Wayne mm-hmm. Avers. I mean, we yep. got to get all of them on at some yeah. point. And, 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 then, and, then Co- and then Coco and Mickey. Mm-hmm. That's right. Coco and Mickey. Yep. And that, that we'd have everybody. If you're Mickey and you're listening to this, not necessarily in that order, Mickey, we'll put you on right away if you want to come on. Yes. So let us know. Yep. But we're not going to make you wait. We will drop after whatever Richard. we are doing and we'll be like, what's your schedule? Okay, we're free then. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Now, Veronica, you and I went on the power, the flower power cruise this yep. year. Yeah. That was pretty amazing. Mickey and was there. Mickey was there. He signed my poncho. He signed mm. your poncho. Mm. We were renewing our vows at sea. Yep. Yep. He, what, you watched two Mickey's concerts? <laughs> We saw Mickey twice. Yeah. Yeah. And and then we drove up to Orlando and met Elaine and Derek and watched Mickey again. That's right. <laughs> and Matt. Don't forget Matt. Oh, yeah. Matt, and Matt. Yeah. Matt, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because he drove. He, he yes. 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 And they were yes. kind enough to transport us back to Georgia. Yes. After our cruise and road trip and concerts. And we were like comatose. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, joked at the time they like transported our cadavers back to Georgia for us. <laughs> we were we were not great company. We were just passed out in the car. <laughs> that was fun though. That was the first time we were going on a trip with you guys. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. We'll have to do it. Well, then we went to Athens. Yeah, we, Matt had work, so yeah, we did do another little mini road trip. Yeah, All so, the cool yeah. kids went to Athens. It's true. <laughs> yeah, no. was there too. I'm just kidding, Matt. Uh, that Athens thing was amazing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I said this before, but it was like something you yeah. had to have a dream about. Mm-hmm. You know, like we all got to go on a road trip mm-hmm. to Athens together. We got to go to this huge Mickey Dolan's record release party. I don't think anyone could have anticipated that 500 people would show up for it. I mean, there are a crowd in the streets. No. The sidewalks are full and <laughs> Mickey Dolan's is up on the roof. Like and everyone's like cheering for him. like it was just great. There was the Funkies band was up there. They were doing a great job. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It was fantastic. Yeah. We need to uh, talk to some of them, too. Mm-hmm. We do. Yeah. If you're part of the yeah. that band, um, we're gonna be coming after you. So yep. 
Yeah. <laughs> Block us now. I guess we're coming for you. <laughs> this is your warning. Uh, yeah. Who else, what, what else did we do this year? I mean, this it's, it's, it's been such a full year mm-hmm. of just monkeys related things. I mean, we've got, we still, as we're recording this, um, we're waiting for the monkeys book to come. Yeah. You know, it's that it's mm-hmm. on its way. Yeah. Hopefully, by the time you're listening to this, we're going to be home reading the book and looking at the pictures. Yep. Yeah. Right. And we'll be recording a, an episode about that coming up soon. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for that. Yep. 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 We got through. through um, sorry. Go ahead. Let go. Oh, no, I was going to say you go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said go Elaine ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, but speaking of head, we got through the album head. <laughs> Speaking of head, <laughs> that did happen. Well, we all got together and watched the film mm-hmm. Head, did, the monkeys-related yeah. film Head. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone home, pull your mind out of the gutters. <laughs> <laughs> we lost Elaine. <laughs> I think it comes <laughs> She's turning red too. <laughs> it's yeah. hilarious. So I call nine one one. I turn really red. Like I can, and people will ask me, "Are you okay?" Yes, I'm fine. You really red? I know. I'll be fine in a minute. Don't worry about me. <laughs> Not gonna pass out or anything. But no. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. We can yeah, we got together out, and watched right? the film yeah. head, and we had um, some great guests for that, and we also got together and talked about the um, the the soundtrack album mm-hmm. for head. Uh, both of which were celebrating their 55th anniversaries this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before that happened this year, the Monkey Men debuted. Yeah. Yes. We weren't able to go. We mm-hmm. we really did like look at the numbers and try to yeah. figure out a way to get ourselves there. Yes, we did. <laughs> we we couldn't we couldn't just we couldn't make it. We couldn't make it. It was so, like right after the Flower Power cruise. Well, not right after, but it was in it the same was, year. We're still paying off that cruise. Yes. So it's. <laughs> Come here, monkey men. Come to Georgia. Yeah. Well, what I was going to say is coming up soon, we're all going to see the Fab Four mm-hmm. here in Atlanta. And I'm hoping maybe there'll be a little nod to the monkey men somewhere. In I hope so. so. Yeah, Not the monkey, because I know sometimes they, you know, yeah. poke yeah. at the monkeys. But I'm I'd be happy if one monkey man ran out. Yeah. I know. That's all I need. Yeah. Yes. So that my fingers are crossed. That probably that won't get, happen because yeah. that, that would be expensive to bring a dude about to promote that band. But I would love for them to book some more shows and get on tour. We had a great yes. conversation. Well, most of us had a great conversation with them. Veronica died that day. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened? You you had a concussion or something? Yeah. I was yeah. in the hospital. Yeah. yeah. So I let you drive yourself to the hospital with a concussion <laughs> while I interviewed the monkey men. I was going to try and drive home, <laughs> do the interview, and then go to the hospital. Oh, yeah, that's true. I was like, don't do that. Uh, well, you could have just recorded from the hospital. That would have been interesting with all that beeps, beeps, you know. <laughs> and if it ever flatlines, we'll be like, Veronica, you still there? <laughs> no, it probably is not a good idea for you to do an interview with no. a concussion. You struggle enough when no. you don't have a concussion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that was a good time. Uh, the Monkey Men, yeah. I mean, for everything we've seen, they were fantastic. Yeah, Brian O'Dambrowski and Patty Adams were, were kind enough to come on the show and relate their experiences seeing the Monkey Men debut performances. But also, Brian was kind enough to let us you know, put some of her audio clips in the episode. Mm-hmm. So it was like being there. You know, if yeah. you missed the Monkey Men, check out our Monkey Men fan reactions episode because that was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I think most of this, the what I saw from the, the Monkey Men performance was Brian's recording. Yeah. I mean, it, it looked like it was a fun time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, 
I think it's so cool that Patty got to be the person that Davey mm-hmm. brought up on stage yes. and sang to. Talk about a dream come true. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Close as you're going to get. That Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> yeah. So I think that. You know what? We didn't talk about our bonus episode. We did a bonus true. episode. Yeah. yeah. Because the two biggest bands of the 60s came back this year. <laughs> yep. You know, never mind the fact that we had a new Zombies album. Never mind the fact that we had um, Felix Cavallari had an album out. You know, like there's been so many great new releases from 60s artists. But like the Stones and the Beatles were both topping mm-hmm. the charts this year. Yep. Like who would have predicted yeah. that? Nope. That there would be like a month and a half period where both the Stones and the Beatles are hit number one, at least in the UK. Good job, yeah. America. But <laughs> in the UK, they both hit number one. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, it is. It is. So we did a bonus episode about that. So listen to it. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. We had a great time. Mm-hmm. But I think 2023 has been a pretty incredible year for us as fans mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. the kind of music that we like. But I mean, I can't wait for 2024. Like, what's going to happen next year? Yeah, I know. I, I, I keep saying things. I keep saying I couldn't have predicted this. and I couldn't have predicted that. I have no idea what's going to happen next year. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward see. to it. Yeah. yeah. We're going to have a great time. Yeah. 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 All right. So, Chuck, do you have a you may also like for us this week? I think that we should all do that. This yeah. Time for this is our holiday episode. It's our Christmas party episode mm-hmm. that maybe we can all throw out a. You know, a Christmas-related or holiday theme. Not everyone celebrates Christmas. That's yeah. fine. You know, whatever holiday you celebrate. Um, an album for this time of year that by the time this comes out, it's going to be a little late to start throwing it on. But maybe, <laughs> you know, slot it in for next year, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the one I wanted to mention is uh, J.D. McPherson, mm-hmm. Socks. That's a great one. It, it's got a lot of uh, great tunes on there, and he still tours with it occasionally. Every year. Every year? Yeah. I don't think we've heard about it this year, though, have we? Yeah, we have. Okay. And we didn't get tickets. No. Uh, (laughs) Which is why I was like, what? No, we went to the Sox show one year, and then one year we drove to the Sox show, and it was canceled because everybody had COVID, and we didn't find out until we got there in Nashville. But um, that's probably my favorite recent Christmas album. Mm -hmm. It's very old school Mm -hmm. rock and roll. Yeah. But yeah, if you like that type of music, check out Sox. It's super good. Mm -hmm. All originals. All great songs and very much like the classic rock and roll style. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Elaine? I have two and they are not necessarily in a, well, one of them is a 60s album. It came out in 1967. So it fits, but it's not rock and roll or anything like that. Barbara Streisand had an album, a Christmas album called Christmas Album, (laughs) came 1967. And it's one that my mother listened to. Every Christmas when I was growing up. And so that become one of my favorites. Okay. The other one is um, the Muppets Christmas album. That's that was the one. other yeah. album we listened to all the time when I was growing up. And that there's some Muppet and monkeys connecting sort of mm-hmm. USC somewhere in oh, there, yeah. I think. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. The monkeys are the, the Muppets yeah. are definitely some monkeys related. They share a director, yeah. at least for the Muppet movie. Yeah. That's true. Yes, my brain is gone. Well, and I'm also thinking of who's artist who he has pieces in John Stewart at the Nashville airport. Mm, uh, ooh. Oh. oh, I forgot. I, I know who you're talking about, but I don't remember his name. <laughs> like he has like he he hand drew like comets on ukuleles and guitars that you yeah. can buy at the that at their store in Nashville. Right. Um, yeah. 
I can't think of his name. But anyway. See, I thought you were going to mention Paul Williams. No, I didn't even put that together. Yeah, no, there you go. Another Muppets connection. I'm not aware of. They're just connected, and I don't realize why. They just are in (laughs) my brain. So, yeah. Right. (laughs) Well, the one that I was going to mention is a 60s album. It's called Christmas Present dot 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 and Past by (laughs) Paul Revere and the Raiders, which is divisive. Not everyone likes it because some people are wrong. Because it's a wonderful album. Yeah. I love that they were asked to do a Christmas album in the 60s. And this is what they turned in. Because it's so, it's weird. Yeah. But it's fun. It's, you a, know? it's a fun weird. It's yeah, not like a, a weird weird. Yeah. There's a recurring bit with like um, a Salva- Salvation Army street band that <laughs> keeps recurring. There's uh, a cool, uh, there's, it's just cool. You know, it, there's a little bit of psychedelia in it. There's a little bit of, there's one song that's like a war protest song. I listen to it every year. I've already listened to it this year. I was just listening to it on Saturday. Yep. Uh, it's just a cool album. So if you like 60s music and you like Christmas albums, listen to a Christmas Christmas present dot 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 and past by Paul Revere and the Raiders because it's great. And there's one more new one that I wanted to mention. Um, and I'm blanking on the artist's name. So Chuck, you're gonna have to help me out here. Sugar and Booze. Sugar and Booze. Yes. Who's the artist? Anna Gasteyer. Yeah. On Saturday Night Live? Uh yeah. Sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's an actress and stuff too. Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. watch Saturday Night Live, but I listen oh, yeah, to Sugar no, and Booze. Yeah, but that, that's no, a, she was that's on a, Saturday Night Live years ago. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a great holiday album. Mm-hmm. And okay, it's very funny. There's some covers on it. There's some originals on it. Sugar. Oh, we're actually having a Sugar and Booze themed party <laughs> at our house. Or actually, we had that in the past. As yes. you listen to this, folks, and it yes. was a great time. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so we were told. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's just throw Hark in there too. Yeah. Oh, yes. 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 Uh, which if, if you've not heard Hark, you got to go listen to Hark. Oh my gosh. It's so amazing. It's Christmas songs turned into Beatles songs. Yep. Or Beatles yep. songs turned into Christmas songs. You you be the judge. So listen yeah. listen to Hark <laughs> by the Fab Four. It's wonderful. Yes. Indeed. <laughs> it's always surprising to how, how people are like Fab Four fans and they haven't heard of Hark. And I'm like, what is, wh- what? Yeah. Listen to Hark. So all of these songs, write them down. Because it, as this comes out, we're probably just past Christmas, and so you're probably tired of Christmas music. So keep these in mind for your playlist for next year, and you're welcome. Yeah. yeah. Yes. All right, Elaine, where can people find more of you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Monkeying Around, on Facebook at Monkeying Around. We also have a discussion group on Facebook. Email monkeyingaroundpodcast at gmail.com. That's right. You can also find me on Facebook at Elaine and Matt Watch TV. Mm-hmm. Which is always a good time. Yes. And how about us, Chuck? Feltnerdy.com. And the Felt Nerdy and Dirty Show yeah. on Facebook. Like we are launching uh the biggest show we've done, which we're debuting at the Red Light Cafe in Atlanta on February the 25th. Mm-hmm. And it's called the Felt Nerdy and Dirty Show. And like we for more than 10 years, we've been doing both family-friendly nerd humor as well as very adult humor. And this is more on the very adult side. So yes. if you enjoy that type of dirty puppet show, follow the Felt Nerdy and Dirty Show on Facebook. And if you want the clean, you know, nerdy stuff, Dalek puppets and that sort of thing, follow Felt Nerdy on Facebook. And YouTube. And YouTube. Yeah, we have some YouTube videos. That's right. We've been debuting. So mm-hmm. check it out. Also, you can find us at Earth Station Trek, which is our podcast about Star Trek. All right. Thanks for monkeying around. 
Thanks for monkeying around with us. Be sure to like and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and monkeyingaround.com. Bah humbug. What did you say? I said bah humbug. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.